This installment of Fast Matters is brought to you by American Flotech, Arizona Differential Specialists, Torco Racing Lubricants of Arizona, Roadrunner Converters, Micro Import Service Incorporated, Wallace Motorsports, Growler Racing, and by American Drag Car, where being fast matters. Oh, now that's definitely a drag car. And this is Fast Matters, the everything drag racing podcast brought to you by American Drag Car. Hey, Al. What are you doing? Hey, Jeff. What's up? Ah, uh, you know, same old stuff. Well, I go. Huh? Yeah. Same old stuff for the last two weeks, right? <laughs> yeah, just sitting at home trying to find something to do, you know. Yeah. I've, I've really stuck close to home. I've gone to the store a couple times, and I go to physical therapy for my Achilles tendon twice a week. But other than that, I haven't been going anywhere. Speaking of that, is you it know? getting any better? Moderately. Really? Great. Very little bit at a time, but I think there's improvement. So, wouldn't make any difference. There's no no racing, no dragsters. You know, no point in climbing in a dragster right now, anyway. So. No, yeah, you got time. If we're lucky, we'll get our next race in on time. I'm really so fifty fifty that they're going to move it. <clears throat> That'd be the June race. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Um, uh, I do know that. Uh, uh, Wild Horse sent out a thing reminding everybody that the track is closed until, for all practical purposes, further notice. But then I heard something from somebody else, uh, and I'm not going to go into the details, but somebody was meeting with somebody at Wild Horse today. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll just have to, have to play it by ear. There is one interesting thing that's come on the scene, and I don't know whether you're aware of it, but a bunch of racers, went to the powers that be at Sacramento Raceway, which means basically Dave Smith, and uh, talked him into letting him run a bracket race. No kidding. 40 cars, 40 cars, no spectators, put up their own money, and they went out and had a, had a good time, had a, had a fun race, you know, and everybody who worked with, I think, was a volunteer. So uh, it just, uh, it, it can be done, you know. The what problem is the politics the situation so i just saw last weekend that tucson did something um kind of a test and tune deal and i'm thinking they only had five cars the the way i understood it it was a post on facebook and the way the way it looked to me was like that's what they were allowed to do and it was pretty unbelievable because it said they were only allowed to have 10 people on the property and the cars had to be parked like 100 feet apart from each other (laughs) so Overreaction to to the extreme. You maybe know? maybe that wasn't. I don't know if the way it read, it looked like that was all that they were allowed to do. But if Sacramento did what they did, that yeah, that sounds like they they had. And that's in California too. You know, yeah, think right. About that. They're more strict, right? Well, anyways, it's yeah. a federal. Isn't it a federal? That's nah, not really. No, I guess it's a federal. No, what is it? Like a federal it, recommendation, and then states pick up from it's it. It's recommendation. That's right. It's yeah. recommendation. It's not. We don't have a a nationwide cast in stone thing. Uh, some states and jurisdictions are doing just unbelievably stupid and Gestapo-ish things. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, I saw where a couple was arrested and fined two thousand dollars for uh, sitting in their car after they picked up a new car at the car dealership. That's not right. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy. And and there's been other examples, too. But, you know, things like that are always going to happen. There's been strange things happen in drag racing, too. You know, there's been rules that come out, knee-jerk reactions that come out, and and local jurisdictions, you know, making things happen that you and I know are are totally useless, but uh, useless and unnecessary. But uh, you got to go along with them, uh, I think, uh, Ten people on the property and a hundred feet apart is absolutely absurd. But you know, if you want to keep your if you want to keep your lease, you got to play. You know, you got to play their game. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, and I guess so it's we'll just open. Have to wait. They're, they're they're open. They they said give them a call if you're interested. Give them a call. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, it's going to be probably pretty pricey. I would expect. Yeah, if there's only ten cars, it's got to be pricey. 
I mean, I, when uh, when Tony Lusari was doing the deals, it was two hundred bucks a piece, and we had to have twenty cars. Yeah. So uh, when I did it years, you know, a couple of years ago, um, it was two hundred bucks a piece, and I ended up with fourteen cars, and they were happy with that. So I don't know. Maybe Tucson's able to give a a break on that fee right now because of what's going on on special circumstances. That's entirely possible. Yeah, that's entirely possible. So anyway, um, what are, what are we uh, what are we discussing? Because we certainly don't have a chance to talk about anything that is going on as far as racing itself. <laughs> of course, I think most people know that the national entry national event schedule has been. It's been thrown for a loop quite a bit. Uh, obviously, the Las Vegas four-wide race at this point has just flat been canceled. But uh, oh, I would not man. be surprised. I would not be surprised if somehow it if if this gets over quickly if it if it gets put on the schedule. But a lot some of the other events have been rescheduled and moved around, and not so much the latter half of the season. But you know. I heard they cut it from, what, the normal 26 races to 19? Uh, I don't think it was down that far, but could have been. I know there's some races that just are gone, you know. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't think anybody has two races anymore, except Pomona. Oh. And, and that doesn't matter because they've already had, you know, they've already had been, uh, they've already had their one race. So, and, and then they're talking uh, they're about. They're going to have the world, the world finals will still be there. Oh yeah, they got to. That's that's. But if they if they've eliminated the four wide, then there's only one Vegas race, and I think some of the other tracks have had two races. I I could probably bring it up on the computer here, but uh, it's uh, it's after nine o'clock according to my clock, which is admittedly twenty minutes fast because it helps get me place on time. That's <laughs> too late to start getting into things that make require me to think. So Well not only that, we don't even know if that's all gonna sit sit true still, you know, we gotta wait until Yeah, how long it'll go, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's why I'm fifty fifty on everything. My hopes are yeah. My hopes are there but I I'm not real convinced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. As a matter so, um, of fact let um, I did bring it up here, but ah. the the first race they're showing right now is June fifth to seventh. It's the Gator Nationals. Oh, and the okay. thing that, the thing that's going to be tough, Jeff, for especially for the racers that follow the national circuit, is that now there's a lot of, there's a lot of races in a row. Uh, I mean, not you know day after day, but I mean, weekend after weekend, more so than the three that were the Western Springs, you know, swing. For instance, June 5th through 7th is, is the Gator Nationals. 12th through the 14th is um, Houston. June 19th to 21st is Thunder, Thunder Valley. June 26th to 28th is uh, Norwalk. You know, I mean, wow. that's, that's for Bam Bam Bam, you know, and there's a fair amount of driving there, you know, especially from until Houston. But uh, and and there's other places. Of course, you have the Western Swing. But uh, I think we'll still get most of the races in, and that's that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, we hope so. Okay, like looking at this, U.S. Nationals, U.S. Nationals, September 3rd through the 7th. The 11th through the 13th is Maple Grove. The 18th through the 20th is the four wide at Z-Max. And then, you know, you get right into October 2nd to the 4th is is uh, Madison, Illinois, Chicago. You know, it's, it sounds <laughs> it's like going to be all, a strain. It sounds like there's still all three and four day, four day deals. I thought they had chopped a lot of them down to two days. Oh, I don't know. Hmm. Those are the dates I'm reading right off the NHRA site, so... But again, those, of course, depending upon how soon the uh, how soon the uh, virus goes away and they yeah. feel it's safe to let things happen, uh, this could get changed considerably again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Man, that's going to be tough for them pro pro guys. <clears throat> yep, that's going to be. It's even tougher for the for the little guys who are going after the. The uh, Lucas Oil champ, you know the 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 uh, 
fortune cars, you know? What if you're a, a super sucker trying to go for the world champs? Well, that's not a good example because they don't run at every race, I don't think. But uh, if you're a sports fund racer, it's even tougher because the money isn't there to begin with, and it's more on you. It costs those guys just as much money for fuel as it does for the pros. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, I don't. Fo- uh, you know, I haven't followed them for so long. I don't know if if the sportsman cars run all the nationals or if they pretty much stay in their region. <clears throat> well, you do have recent, but there are some guys that travel quite a bit because they're trying to maximize their. You know, some of the guys that are world, end up being world champions, especially the ones who've done a long time, they pick the races they know they have the best chance at. Mm. Whether it's because they like to track the best, or because their car works the best to the track, or it can be as simple as the shortest distance to drive. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Not like the old days where you had to go to every race. The very old days where you had to go to every race, I mean, and that that is one thing that I think is good. Yeah. Although I really wish we'd get alcohol dragster and funny car back at, at the wild horse round, but you yeah, know, can't have everything. Oh, that's right. Well, I am gl- at least I'm glad they brought complimentator. Yes, definitely. That was cool. Last true hot rod class. So I know you don't like competition on there, but I'm. I'm well, I mean, I always no, enjoy I don't. Uh, I like it better, you know, because it's it's not breakout. That's what I do yeah. like what I don't like is just the way they work it so that they entice guys to, 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 to just hold they don't get to run them all out unless they don't make enough horsepower <clears throat> yeah and then I think they did something different this year I'm not real sure I heard they were going to do it and I didn't you know like I said I don't follow it but I was reading the rules I had to buy me a I had to buy a new fire jacket so I had to look in the rules and make sure what I was supposed to be buying and then I ended up looking at comp eliminator and they do have something about personal index in there and that's a weird thing that i didn't like that they were going to do that but i guess they did it and that's a weird deal so it's as i understood it the index index is for each car kind of so if me and you were both a dragster and the nhre index was eight flat somehow there could be a way if you were really fast you could end up having your own index of 780 let's say while i still get to run on an eight flat and that's not just for Um, not just for the race i don't think but maybe it is that maybe that's what they meant personal index for the race but when they were talking about changing it they were talking about changing it for the whole year that would be your index all year long it's interesting interesting that you bring that up because oh i don't know six eight years ago I was talking with Danny Rhodes of the Frameworks, and at the time they were, I was born that probably right 10 years ago, they were running that little neon engine dragster in uh, competition limiter, and he said it was his opinion the best thing would be for for uh, people to, to have their own, to set their own index. And apparently a lot of the people thought that would be good too, but again, it's flats I'll never run, so. Yeah. And somebody, uh, Somebody posted on something on Facebook, I think it was, this morning, and uh, they were asking, oh no, it was Kyle Seifel, asking, what are you guys going to do when the when the gloves come off and we can start racing again? Are you going to race more? Are you going to race less? Are you going to race about the same? And inviting people to answer. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to try and race more than I had originally planned because I've missed so much already. Yeah. So I, I, so I had to miss the most recent two races I was going to do because of, you know, the personal injury problem thing I've got. Yeah. And, uh, so I'd, I'd like to run as much as I can, but I don't know. We'll just have to, day by day, we'll just take it by ear. Or play it by ear, I should say. Me and somebody else were talking the other day, and it just, it dawned on, his, 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 his words were, they're going to be chomping at the bit. I'm like, yeah, you know, you're right. The first few races oh, that yeah. we get back, they're going to be packed, I'll bet you. Oh, yeah. I mean, people are... I mean, it's not just drag racers. It's everybody, you know. Right, yeah. Uh, I know the Sprint Car guys. This is their this is their time of year. You know, it's the summertime. Uh, actually, it isn't. They, they race mostly in the winter, but they're, they're going to race probably all year long when they get around to the motocross field. Uh, and motocross is a little different situation. Uh, many of our racers are going out to... Uh, just, they're just going to the desert to go riding, and you can do that. Or the off-road cars can do that to a certain extent. They're not racing, but at least they get a chance to run their machines. You and I really can't do that. It's it's 
I don't think I'd have much luck running my car on the freeway. And, you know. Uh, Just take it around the right. block, Hal. Didn't you see that post? <laughs> you saw that post Victoria put out there that some neighbor of hers keeps going up and down the street? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I've, I've done burnouts in front of the house with my first car. Yeah. But uh, I used the, to. The but... new car, I don't. I don't know if I can make the turnout. <laughs> really, uh-huh. I don't know if I can make the turn with the new car. It 220-inch wheelbase doesn't make too many right-hand or left-hand turns very sharply, you know. I don't know. I'm not really considering doing it. I, I don't want to. I always, I, I always thought there should you should live in there should be a drag racer neighborhood where, where everybody's into it. That way, when the guy takes his car down the street, nobody's complaining. Yeah, kind of like those places where they have an airport. And you can buy a house on the airport, and you, instead of coming home with your car, you come in with your private plane, and you drive in and park it in your hangar, and you're home. Whoa. And there are places like that. Wow. You know, obviously, pretty well, it's got to be pretty well financed to do something like that. But uh, you know, Or it's like the golfers, you know, how many people buy a, a place on a golf course so they can play all the time. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, what have you guys been doing? You got this Pro Series drag racing online racing application thing, which, frankly, I know nothing about. Yeah, you know, as I told you, I was. Uh, it's a funny thing. I was playing that. I'll tell you what's really funny. I thought about doing it a couple of weeks ago. See, so I've been playing this game. I, it's on my phone. And I've been playing it for a few years because, you know, it's part of my job that I have to sit and do nothing while they're unloading the truck or something. And so I ended up playing the game, and I play it, and I play it, and I play it. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, But I kind of was in the closet. You know, I thought, it's childish, it's kid-like. You know, I want to ask my friends to play it because you can play it online. But Mm -hmm. I was really embarrassed to to even admit that I was doing that. But, you know, I I don't see why you would think that way because um, the fact of the matter is if nobody wanted to play it, it wouldn't be there. You know, they're not going to build an app and put it on there. Not if nobody joins, they're going to take it down. You know, that's and there true. There must be people playing. There is. There's a lot of people playing it. Um, one of the things that makes it not so fun to me is I think it's, I think it's. There are some racers on there because you know there there's actually a Facebook page for it and there's some chat that goes on. But for the most part, it looks like they're mostly gamers. It, it, it doesn't look like most of these people are real racers. And well, let's give you racers an advantage over the gamers. No. They might know they might know how to play the game, but you know how to race. Ah, uh, well, there's the problem in it all. I mean, it's it's realistic to a point, but in 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 another way, it's not. So we got we started it. Um, shoot, actually. Just about two weeks ago, I finally put it out. I mean, I thought about it. Here's what happened. I thought about it. I thought about doing it. I said, mm, you know what? I'm going to do this. And then how funny it was, Dale Earnhardt Jr. and NASCAR had that uh, iRacing game invitational mm-hmm. deal that they put, and they, they televised it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, and that went over really good for them. So I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to do that. Um, and the some of the people that have been racing with us they're learning the hard way the problem with this game is you can see your car going down the track but you can't really drive the top end because it's off the 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 video the visual is way off if you'll pass the guy at about half track and if you lift like ron shelley was doing a few times he would he would pat i kept wondering why he was going slow and getting beat and then he told me he's he's passing the guy and lifting and i said you can't do that ron because it looks like you're in front but you're not the game is just off that way so you can't do that it's not realistic in that regard so as far as being a racer versus a video gamer it doesn't pay off that way and and the people who write the program don't know that that's how racers race that's they right. They think it's I, just pedal to the metal all the way. That, that's why they didn't build it that way. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. You might be right about that. It's either that or it's Fun. a flaw in the program. Yeah. Um, but, and then, and then there's a lot of it that's not realistic. Like, so, for the first few weeks, maybe months, maybe even, I was 
tuning my car and doing this and doing that. And it was just driving me insane because it seemed like no matter what I did to the car, it kept running the same. And I had the horsepower, you know, there's a, there's a dyno, you get to run your dyno and you get to see your torque and your horsepower graph and all of that. And I got mine nice, you know, it was as as high as I could get it to go. And it was a nice, nice curve and everything like that. But the car was slow. And but then, the the, pro, the program doesn't know about. It's not programmed to reflect tweaking. You know. Well, it is. It it's kind of electronic. If you saw it, you would might understand. So I I watched a video one time. I found a YouTube video of how to how to tune your car to go fast. And I watched it. And I watched what the guy did. And I said, that's just that's BS. You're just you're you're ruining it. You do these flaky tunes that make the dyno graph come out all choppy looking it's really stupid and ain't no car ever going to run that way but that's what makes these game cargos fast <laughs> and wow. i'm a stickler for realism so that just drives me insane yeah but that's what it takes but I, yeah and, and you honestly you'd be wasting your breath trying to convince the people who write the program that that's wrong because in their eyes you're wrong you don't know anything about doing a program. That's right. What, 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 just because you're a racer, it doesn't mean you know anything. You know? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's so weird. Here's to give you an but, here's to give you an example. You can you buy this tuner and you can set your boost at eight different RPM points. So, you know, you would think there would be a nice gradual curve that goes up, or you just put them all the way up, right? This is this is probably what's going to make the most horsepower, but it don't. Always on this game, you take the number five slider and drop it all the way down, and boom, all of a sudden you just picked up another 150 horsepower. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. So, anyways, that part of it's dumb. But it's still, it's you know what, it's still really good practice. I mean, that's, to me, it's like a practice tree plus. Because right. you get to do the practice tree. Granted, now, it's a little glitchy. You know, there. For example, I know what my pro light reaction time is, and sometimes mm. it's on, and sometimes it's just way off. And no matter how many times I do it, it's in, it's still in the off. game. You're saying, yeah, in the game, yeah. Okay. And so I guess you know sometimes it's just slow. Sometimes it's slow. I don't know if it's the screen on my phone or if it's the connection between my phone and the cloud or whatever. But yeah, well, yeah, it could be that where you are sitting is in a warehouse. Or on a loading dock surrounded by a bunch of metal fences, and you're not receiving your uh, Wi-Fi as good as you should. Could you know, be, I mean, yeah. there could be a lot of lot of reasons. But regardless of that, I don't need the number. I just need to practice sitting there and waiting for the light and hitting it. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's what I think is cool about it. And then, plus, it sort of helps. You, it's a little bit better than a practice tree because then you know you still get the fun of going down the track and shifting, but you also get the fun of staging it where on a practice tree you just push the button and you're staged this way you actually get to put the car in the beams and there's somebody on the other lane especially if you're racing somebody live it's pretty interesting and one thing I like about it that probably a lot of people might not like is that the tree is open you see both sides of the tree so for real racers today that's you know almost unheard of I don't think anybody does that anymore but I enjoy it because to me that helps you build your concentration level you can if you can learn how to ignore the other side of the tree that's going down right next to your lights that's um i think you'd probably uh get a wide diversity of opinions on that yeah you know amongst real racers yeah uh i i think uh you'd find just i think you'd probably find more people opposed to it than would say yeah that's fine because they've been doing it the other way for so long that's what i think right but you know back in the day and travis wallace is one who agreed with me on this he he did the same thing i used to do it if our dial-ins were far enough apart i would actually watch my opponent's tree go down and judge what kind of a light they they pulled you know and then that would have the time to do so yeah 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 like 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 my camry my 18 second camera against uh, a 10 second car hell oh, ten, yeah. you know <laughs> got all i got all data weight yes that's right i'll, ne- I'll never forget the, the day we had a when i was racing the camry we had a, a 
a late rounds, late in rounds, one shot deal for for whatever reason, and I happened to pull out against uh, Brian Brian Griffey in the straight shot. No kidding. So here I am running eighteen fifties, and he's running ten twenties. And I saw him back there. I thought, yeah, I got this in the bag, and he went by me so fast. <laughs> I felt like I was tied to a tree, you know. But it, it was cool. I enjoyed doing it. It was fun. And I've been on the other side of it with the dragster now. Like the time I had to race Ken Passerby, he uh, he got a big old lead, and I thought I'd never catch him. Well, if I'd had another, I think if I had another 15 feet, 10 feet or 15 feet, I would have been able to catch him. But I was late on the tree. and uh, But it was sure fun catching up to him. Yeah, Isn't it though? I, I enjoyed yeah. that, even though even though I lost, even though I lost, it was fun r- trying to run him down. Yeah, I I think it's a it's a power trip, isn't it? When you're climbing on somebody at fifty or sixty miles an hour, it just feels really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, any run, any run in the new car that goes well, the, the new car goes much straighter than than the, than the original car did. Uh, I think the longer wheelbase, significantly longer wheelbase, has a lot to do with that. I'm kind of uh, surprised because it's a lot wider in the back. It's, it's a much wider track than your little Tigger. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought it would tend yeah, to be... Yeah, but that, that's, that's the old Pontiac thing. Wide track stability, remember? You know? Remember Pontiac always used to say at the, at the wide track, their, their track was, I don't know, what, four inches wider or something like that. And they said it makes for a more stable car. And I've... For, I've always felt that was the case. Yeah, but, for, uh, for cornering. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. For a straight line, if you think but, about it, if you get one, one tire that hooks better than the other one, the closer they are together, the less the less it's going to push you to one side. The better, better it is, yeah. yeah. Years and years and years ago, and I'm going way back here now, in Southern California, of course, there was, there'd be 30 cars show up for an eight-car field at Lions on a Saturday night. Wow. 30, 30 top fuel cars uh, you know, on a good night that we're paying good money. If it was just a regular race, you'd still have 12 to 15 cars showing up for an eight-car show. But there was, uh, I mean, the cars were very similar. They weren't co- what we would call cookie cutters like they are today, right? where the cars are all basically the same. But uh, there was this one car, uh, the Sandoval Brothers car, and they brought the track, the rear track in much, much tighter. The body actually had a cutout or a cutout was the, the, the body was, you know, was made in so that the, the track was much narrower. Yeah. And this was, this was incredibly radical yeah. for the time. And I'm trying, trying to remember if it was one of the cars that Gary Gavlish drove. I have a feeling it was the late Gary Gavlish, but, uh, it was a very bizarre car, and it, you know it was around for a year, year and a half, something like that. Nobody picked up on the design and tried it again. But that was the beauty of the old days of drag racing, Jeff. You could try stuff. Yeah. You know. There's well, no, you know, there I think there was that, as long as it isn't dangerous, you can you can try anything you want. And you know, it was don't have that luck. A little bit more affordable too. You could afford to try it. The rules. Yeah. The rules didn't write it out, and neither did the checkbook. <laughs> yep, you could, you could build, you could build a brand new top fuel car, including the engine for five grand. I know it sounds crazy, but it you know you you picked up a Hemi and a junkyard for fifty bucks, started from there, and if you were really bucks down, you still you used the stock crank. If you didn't do anything to the heads except touch up the valves and seats, put up better springs, bigger cam. Some guys even ran the stock rods, you know, and uh, get two or three guys together and went out and you raced and you had fun and if you if you could qualify every week and go a round or two you could afford to go racing the next week that was the way it was yeah we we raced every single week and there was some very interesting things that came out of that the the uh, the woody car the the radical front end that jim dunn and some other people had uh, uh lots of things you know the last thing i can remember really hearing that was different. They did allow the uh, the dual spark plugs, but they did not allow the variable speed supercharger that Dale Armstrong invented. Uh, and there, there's been other things that have been tossed around, but you say yay or nay, and that's the way it is. The idea now, of course, is parity, and there is no such thing as parity. So there never will be. 
you know. You, so, you might be able to have parity on a football field, but parity on a racetrack is a pretty, it's something people would like to have, but I don't see it ever happening. What is parity? I've been hearing that word so much, I haven't looked it up. What is it? What does it really mean? It, it means that the field is, it's a level playing field. Nobody has an advantage because they're rich, or nobody has an advantage because they're smarter. In other words, they want to make the cars. Uh, remember NASCAR tried the car of tomorrow a yeah. couple of years ago? Yeah. Abject failure. Well, and now uh, they're they doing try it for to make next it so, year. Well, yeah. Kind yeah. of. They're just, it, yeah. And even right now, they've got they've got the uh, the ground effects and the, the wing package so screwed up that uh, it works sometimes and other times it doesn't. It just depends on the track. But how? But it's, but it's, it's, made, it's made it worse. Because now you have to have multiple cars. I mean, I guess all the NASCAR teams have multiple cars anyway, you know. Yeah. But except the little guys, they're lucky to have one car and one rig. You know, they can't have a different car for a short track or a different car for a semi-long track or a real long track, you know, like the big teams do. So. But what, what I don't it's like just, about it is it's their answer. Their, it seems like their only... All of them, NASCAR, NHRA, who know all, probably all of them. Mm -hmm. It seemed like their answer to create parity is to create a cookie cutter car. Well, that's IROC. Yeah. IROC was like that was just something for one weekend, you know, for fun. But I, well, I, no, I prefer to see different stuff. I want to see an Oldsmobile. I want to see different stuff. You know what I mean? Right. But by the same token, I thought the the IROC series was pretty cool because. You never knew what car you were going to get. You, you know, you drew out of a hat for the car. Yeah. And the best driver is to one. The best. You weren't allowed to do that much to the cars. I guess you could have your your crew chief set them up to a certain extent for suspension and stuff, but you couldn't touch the motor. You couldn't touch the trans. None of that stuff. And uh, if you had, if you won an IROC series, boy, you were a stud. You're a hell of a driver because they raced all sorts of different types of tracks and everything. Right. I thought it was kind of cool. So. Well, it was cool, but, but yeah, I know, I know what you're novelty, saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know? Like not for regular racing. You know, I mean, my car. I love my car the way it is. I'm one of them kind of guys. I I got what I got, and I'm into it. And yeah, I don't want to have to change my car or create a new car because the class says this is what you need to have i would just rather right. that's why i wrote the drag car program that i wrote because everybody can compete man me and you can run and i don't have to have any more money to be competitive against you because mm -hmm. the index is created for the car as it is rather than right. telling me here's your index now this is the car you're allowed to build <clears throat> well and that that is the main reason that bracket racing has been the savior of of drag racing over the years. Right. It was all class racing like it was in the old days. Shit would have died a long time ago, I think. I mean, all, all respect for guys who race classes. They, that's tough. You know, those guys in the stock class and super stock class, man, I have so much respect for those guys. They, uh, they, they have their hands are tied in many respects and yet they make the best of it and, and have some good competitive racing. But, uh, you know, bracket racing has kept a lot of people in the sport. No question. Oh yeah, I don't think it's kept the sport alive. Otherwise, yeah, that, you're right; it I would have died because it just got too expensive. I was actually listening to. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I was just going to say. Uh, uh, we, let's tell people how they can find this this drag racing uh, this app thing that you're running. Because again, I don't know. Tell them where they can find it online. Where do they go to find it? You know, I find guess you go. I picked it up in Google Play. You just type in Pro Series Drag Racing, and uh, I guess it's the second version. There was another one before this one. And then you just download it into your phone, and I guess you can run it on tablets. I tried to put it on my laptop computer, but it ain't working. So I don't know. I don't know what you're allowed to put them on. I'm not into tech that much, but I know. I don't. My kid had I it on his tablet. Why. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to. I think you must have just done something wrong. That makes no sense because all those, <clears throat> most of those apps can run on any platform. At yeah, least that's right? my understanding of it. I'm not a tech guy either. So, Unless it, maybe it has to be a touch screen. My my laptop is not. I don't know. But um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, 
so what I did, I just, we went ahead and they, so for, you know, if the bracket guys want to do brackets, they got Pro Series Drag Racing page on Facebook and they have these bracket races all the time. And I just thought it'd be really cool that we could have our drag car races. All I meant to do, honestly, was to have heads up races. Um, mm-hmm. You know, have everybody get a car and we could have some heads up races. And then mm-hmm. it was Chris Holbrook. He says to me, well, why don't we, why don't we just do the drag car stuff? And I said, well, mm-hmm. um, you know, at first I said we couldn't. But then I said, well, yeah, I guess we can. Because remember back when we started in at Speed World... The clock, Lori told me that the computer system wouldn't allow us to do the um, indexes with no breakout. So what we did back then was what I called compensator in my program, which is where we would subtract a second off of everybody's index, and that's how we would put it in the computer so that we would still have the handicapped race and the computer wouldn't throw them out on a breakout. So that's what we do on the game. Mm. And, uh, man, we've been having fun. We had, we had, uh, two races the weekend before last, and then we had two races this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And, uh, who's winning? Let's see. You know, Kyle Holbrook right now, he's the one in the lead. He won, freaking guy, he won two races straight. I think he won them both in the same night. No, he won one each weekend, I think it was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, it's you know what it it what kind of sucks i mean you know how it is you're not in the car you don't get the feel of it but yet damn it it's still pretty dang exciting especially when you have a race Mm -hmm. and it's like four thousandths is the deciding factor at the end of the track it's really Mm -hmm. pretty fun it's better than having nothing which is what we have right now yeah that's right so you know whether people will continue to do it when we go back to racing, I suspect some people will because they they can do it anywhere, anytime, and it doesn't cost them anything. That's right. What do you do <laughs> Monday? Be, Monday through Thursday, you got something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's kind of cool. You get to build your car. There's all kinds of cool cars in there. '64 Fairlane, '66 Nova, um, Willie's '69 Camaro is in there. I mean, there's there's probably what is there, <clears throat> maybe fifteen old muscle cars and then another 15 that they call I don't know what they call them they're newer cars but there's like 84 or 86 Buick Grand National body style in there and I'm taking I'm I'm guessing however though there's no front engine dragsters okay you got me on that one there are no front engine dragsters <laughs> well then what good is it <laughs> I mean really <laughs> there's top fuel well, it says here the game ha- the game has Outlaw, Pro Mods, Funny Cars, and Top Fuel. So. Yeah, it does. And I've got one of each. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a... I think there's like four four or five Pro Mods you can pick from. There's two or three Funny Cars. I think there's only two Top Fuel dragsters. Pretty pretty simple. One with a canopy and one without. But mm-hmm. but yeah, man, it's pretty fun. Um, the, the, the Top Fuel cars are a little bit different. And they might be a little bit more realistic to the tune because they don't have you fooling with the engine. The engine is the engine, that's that. What you do to mm-hmm. set up the fuel cars is you get to manipulate the clutch settings. Mm. And so that Which might is realistic yeah, to that extent. Yeah, and there ain't I haven't found any bizarre glitches that make it go faster, you know. It it, it looks pretty accurate. You get to set the timing and, and how how much it comes in at certain points down the track. I think six different stages or something like that. Not not engine timing. You're talking clutch timing. Right. Yeah. You don't okay. get no, no engine tuning. <clears throat> One area I have, have very, very little knowledge on our top fuel car is the clutch. It's, it's truly rocket science as far as I'm concerned. Of course, so is the tuning of the car. I mean, I, I had my, my car model club went out to Jim Roney's house here before the uh, virus hit, and we had a meeting out there because I thought the guys would be interested in seeing the car. And then Jim really enjoyed showing the car off and answering all the questions, and I couldn't believe how much I learned because people asked questions that I'd never thought of. And uh, I, was, I was just blown away with how incredibly sophisticated modern fuel cars are. 
but it's probably not even just fuel cars. I mean, uh, a double A altered or a, or a, or a, any, anything that has as a clutch with multiple stages, you know, and, uh, well, I don't the fuel think, system, I, I kind of don't think so. I think comp eliminator, they're not allowed. I think they're allowed to run data recorders, but I don't think they're allowed to have the computer actually control what's going on. Well, and then remember the, uh, interview we did with, uh, Jack, Jim's dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he mentioned that. The Nostalgia Funny Cars, they have the data loggers on there, but they have nothing to do with applying the stuff to the car like the yeah, top fuel cars do. Well, but, but the only thing the top fuel car has that, that is computer-controlled is the, cl- is the clutch. I thought the not, fuel system not, was, too. It's on a time timed setup. Well, it's kind of, but it's not really... Not really I mean, a computer, it's not, like not a like feedback a system, but it's programmable. That program, which to me is a lot different than a, than a feedback system. Yes, but, you're, you're uh, right about that. But I mean, even that, uh, even the clutch man, management system. Just before our, our our very best run at the World Finals last year, uh, we were two cars from going up the line, and our crew chief at the time, Eric Lane, was watching the cars in front of us. And, he said, hey, give me a, give me a screwdriver, goose fastener tool, you know, and he popped the, the little cover that goes over the area where the clutch management system is, and he tweaked the dials. There's eight, eight of them. He, he tweaked those just a little bit, and I asked him what he was doing, and he told me, and, and that's the, the advantage that, you know, these guys have is they can make changes literally right up to the time the car fires based on what's going on in front of them. And that, of course, is very well. That's when we ran our very best time. So, But I know we want to get back to it. Heck I know yeah, our guys right? are chomping, chomping at the bit, too. You missed us. We're kind of bummed that we lost Vegas. That's all. what I was just going to say. I thought you missed a race. <clears throat> yeah. Well, we're going to lose it because they got rid of it. Our next race will be Denver, I guess. Although, I don't know, maybe now because Vegas is gone, maybe we will go to Houston. But that's... Whew, that's some serious mileage. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's... It's over... Even though diesel price of diesel fuel has come down, it's still... It's, it's a lot of... A lot of, lot of fuel. Is that why Jim was asking about the price of diesel? I don't know. Yeah, he was asking the been. other day. I was... I've been surprised. A couple of weeks ago, all of a sudden, I was surprised. Even even over here, where I get the fuel is like $1.98 or something. I'm like, huh? Mm-hmm. I was surprised. But it's weird because yeah. the truck stops, most of the truck stops I see are still $250, 260 280 290 It's like they... I no, you're talking for diesel? Yeah. Diesel or gas? Nah, diesel. Yeah. Well, the thing that, in my understanding of the thing, and... I hope some, if somebody knows better, they'll call and let me know. But from what I understand, we've been getting ripped off. Everybody's been getting ripped off on diesel for years. Diesel should be the cheapest thing out there. It's a byproduct of everything else, and it's the most important part of the, of the deal. That's what the trucks run on. It's what the, the locomotives run on. It's what everything runs on, Yeah. you know, except the airplanes. And that's what should be a better price, but it's not. So, whatever. Yeah. That's politics. I don't want to get into it. No, no politics, man. <laughs> Racer politics is bad enough. Ain't that truth? Yeah. Well, I think we've pretty much. I, I said let's not make this show too long. We've ended up talking for pretty much of an hour, so that's good. Um, just remind, keeping reminding people as of right now, our next race is June twentieth at Wild Horse, and we will keep you informed, of course, if there's any change. Yeah. Oh, and we did create a. Uh... We created an email account just for this podcast. Now you can email us at fastmatters at usdragcar.com. So that's easy to remember. Okay. And we're, we're always looking for constructive criticism or praise or suggestions or yeah. whatever, you know. Or if you want to be on the show, right? I'm like, I'm, we need to talk to no some problem. of our racers. We need to talk to some yeah. no even problem. manufacturers no or what? Yeah. Sponsors, things like that. Yeah. Sure. Good deal. And then you're well, not gonna. Get, get, I, I sent you. I sent you a thing <clears throat> to to jump into that 
Pro Series drag racing deal, you didn't come on. You said you don't like that crap, right? <laughs> I, I'm not the slightest bit interested in computer games. I, I have, I have uh, a version of Solitaire on my phone for when I absolutely have to sit and wait, but that's, that's it. I'm not oh, Solitaire? Computer game. Yeah. Oh. You can play that, you can play that anywhere, but yeah. other than that, nope, not interested. That's I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing the the people who design these games and these shoot 'em up games have gotten to be so realistic looking. It's almost hard to tell that it's a game, you know. But I'm just not interested. You know how bef- before bef- before I when we first talked about you know you told me you said you should talk about that that deal that you're doing and I was like really surprised. So, but before I wanted to get on here and make a fool of myself and say you know there is no real good drag racing online game that you can do. So I went searching. Well, I found one. It's but the problem is it's not it's not a game that you and I can race each other. It's a game that I guess you pay for it, you download it, and you can run it, but you can't race with other people. So that mm. sucks, but man, the game is so cool. You might dig it. It's got these like 1970 era funny cars in it. They look so bitchin', so realistic. Real funny, real real funny cars. Yes, real funny cars. They look awesome, like, but I don't know. There's kind of prejudice or something. There's only two body styles: a Charger and a Cuda, or a Challenger, one of the other. But that's it. <laughs> Guy obviously <laughs> is a Mopar fan for sure. Well, that shows his intelligence right there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But it's actually very cool. What I like about it most, and this is one thing about most. I've played a lot. I- I've been drag racing all the way every video game that was ever drag racing i would find it and they you know they for lack of a better word they suck most of the time but i play them because Mm -hmm. that's just how much into drag racing i am that's just me man i'll just put up with their crap and wish that they made a better one but this one i was watching one of the guy play it and it was cool because you had to drive that car it was it was Mm -hmm. trying to move out of the groove and stuff as he was going down the track i'm like shit that looks like a lot of fun this is the one you were just talking about that doesn't allow you to race somebody else? Yeah. Yeah, you only get to oh, race okay. computer cars. It's like, well, mm-hmm. that kind of bites. But they did good up until that point. So, I don't know. I thought, and then I was looking to see about iRacing because out of curiosity, I wanted to see what this iRacing bit was. What is iRacing? That's the... <sighs> That's the stuff that the NASCAR guys are doing right now. That's what they're doing instead oh, of oh. racing um, real cars. They're doing eye racing, and uh, oh, it is insane. They were showing what was I guess Dale Earnhardt Jr. was talking to to Denny Hamlin or something like that. Ten thousand dollars for the little setup that they put in their house. How it's, much? It's like a simulator. Ten grand as oh. much as. You know, oh, wow. it's not, they don't just put a steering oh. wheel in front of their computer screen. They go serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they would. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see that. But I clicked on it. Well, like, all oh. we have to do, all, all we have to do is go out and sit in our cars and put our, find a way to put it on a laptop or a, or a tablet and set it on the dashboard in front of us and go through the motions there. You know, if you can hook it up to your steering wheel and all that stuff, or ah, at least play along with it. That's that'd be enough, better yeah. enough. You got me thinking about that now. Right. <laughs> but anyways, I did. I watched I watched a little bit of one of the races, and my goodness, Hal, the thing looked so realistic. I mean, if you really pay attention, you can tell it's a video game, but Joey walked into the room and he goes, what's that, a race? And I said, nope, it's a video game. Really? Um, yeah, it really. And if looked... Gib can't tell a difference. It's it's well done. Yeah. yeah. But and then I'm like, man, this this whoever's doing this should make a drag racing game. So I did. I searched it up a little bit, and over the past two years, there was some. Are you guys going to make a drag racing game? You should make a drag racing game, but the overall. It, um, not enough demand for it. Yeah, kind of like that. Not enough demand. They didn't think it would fly. And they might be right. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the same thing like this game. Maybe they don't realize. Because bracket racers, you know bracket racers love it. They would get to practice driving the stripe all the time. Mm-hmm. But What I have no interest in doing. I don't either. But, you know, that's where the demand is. So that's where the game would probably right. do really well. But, you know, in spite of the fact that 
uh, drag racing is the largest participant motorsport in the world. It uh, is, isn't it? Everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, participant. Right. I mean, I think if you if you add up all of the NASCAR races around the country, meaning the little ones too, there, there right. may be more people. As far as participants, uh, nothing's going to beat drag racing. That's because we don't have to build our car after every race, for the most part. Well, not only that, it's the beauty, the beauty, as I always tell people who aren't into drag racing, anybody can drag race with virtually anything as long as it's safe. Well, that's look true. At, look yeah. at me in the top. Look at me in the top fuel Camry. How many years did I race a Camry out at Speed World in in what used to be called Street, and then they changed to Sportsman? I didn't do it because I really enjoyed that type of racing. I did it to support the team. And I never finished out of the top ten. I finished in the top four twice. I had a couple of runner-ups. And I had fun doing it, even though I was running 18, 15, 50, 78 miles an hour, you know? Hal, you want to know what's so, so funny is that when a couple of episodes ago, when you were talking about racing the Camry, I didn't have a clue. I had no memory of it. And I really still don't have any memory of it, except what you just said, Top Fuel Camry. I do remember hearing that. I always used to call it that. And oh. people, I, people see me at the tech. Hey, you got the top fuel Camry this week? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was great. I, I had a lot of fun doing that. But now I go fast when I go. Yeah. So hopefully this, hopefully this tent will heal up. I, I think I'm to the point where I could probably get in and out of the car now. But I want to get it healed as much as possible. Yeah. So I'm still doing the therapy and doing what they're telling me and. Being as I'm diabetic, I can't take the steroidal drugs that uh, people use to take care of this. Normally, you get prednisone, you take a couple, you know, 20 pills, and, and the swelling goes down. A full prednisone pill sends my sugar way over 400, which is doesn't sustain life or health for living for a very long period of time. So I can't do it. Mm. So, mm. you know, one day at a time. Yeah, that's how we're living it. Yeah. <sighs> Look at the news. Anyway, I guess that's that. About, does that about wrap it up for tonight? That is, man. That's all we got. Nothing real good to talk about. I'm gonna have to start calling up some of our racers and seeing if they can catch them. If I can catch them when they're off work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we should mention this is the first of our programs that is done on the telephone. Uh, I'm sitting at home in, in my office in front of the computer, and Jeff is at home at his house. We've got this hooked directly into the telephone, so now we can. We can have anybody on the program, no matter where they are, as long as they have access to a good phone. And by that, I think we really do mean a landline. Because we tried with my phone before tonight, and it sounded crappy on my cell phone. I've got a good cell phone. But as soon as I hooked into the landline that I only use now for uh, for faxes, uh, the quality got much better. Hal, you know that's a big ask. What? Asking somebody to use a landline? Yeah, I don't think many people got those. <laughs> Not too many people have them anymore, do they? I only have them because of the fact that I hardly use it anymore anyway. But if you have a landline, it makes it easier. Hey, let's be but, yeah. honest. I said that before when we first started doing our podcast. I said, I don't want to do any telephone stuff because it just sounds crappy to me. And uh, I thought, you know, face-to-face was so much better. And then what happened, I, I called you what? I think it was about a week and a half ago or something. Hey, Hal, man, it's about time we get get together and do one, right? And then uh, I started thinking, shit, you know, I'm I'm still driving the truck, going over state lines, doing my deliveries. I don't see a lot of people, but I see people, and I'm like, man, you, you know what? I don't think I should be going over Hal's house, actually. Probably so. not. <laughs> I mean, I, when I went out to therapy today in Scottsdale, there was almost nobody on the 101 going east. There was going west, but uh, going east, there was there was almost nobody. I just flew out there. I'll tell you what, one thing that's pissing me off, though, is people are going a lot faster. Thank you. Thank you. That's exactly what I saw. I'm out there, and it's like they're driving more idiotic than before, and I don't understand oh, why, because there's never. nobody out there. Somebody cutting in between traffic going west, going at least 10 miles an hour fast, and I was going 73. And in some a 65. Guy flying between, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, yeah. You wouldn't get a ticket to it. Right. But, I mean, this guy went zipping in and out, you know, and I'm just thinking, why? Yeah. You're still going to get wherever you're going faster. Well, I, f- I figured it out. 
it's obvious because those are the essential people. They have to be where they're going. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Hey, I have to be at my at physical therapy at 1030. Excuse me, but I leave at my regular time and I get there. I know how long it takes me to get there. I don't have to fly along like that. Very it's, it's more than irritating. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous, but I'm still scratching my head. What I've also noticed since our quarantining has started over the past few weeks is I've seen a lot more police out on the highway. Like, for example, coming back from Vegas this morning, I swear I saw six cops. Um, really? Yeah, between, uh, well, between the dam and Wickenburg. They were out there. They were really? all over the place. And, and that's a, that's a that's an area where people go fast too. You know, it's it's wide open freeway. It's just going along. I, I can't say that I've seen the same thing here. No, that's kind of where I was going with that. There was a there's they're all out on the highway, but I'm still seeing these people blasting 85 miles an hour through town on the freeway, and there ain't a cop to be seen. What's the deal? Yeah. <clears throat> well. I have tremendous respect for the police, but you know the old saying, there's never a cop around when you need one. Yeah. These guys go blind, flying by me, and I'll go, oh, man, this is one of those times I wish I was an officer, and I'd nail that guy. <laughs> but whatever. Well, Anyways. We, we've got our got our chest clear. We've got things off our chest here now. So. Yeah, there you go. Well, okay, so we'll have to figure out. Hey, anybody got any ideas? You got to send it to us because we don't have any. There For ain't sure. no races or nothing to talk about. We got to figure out something. And give them that email address again. Oh, fastmatters at usdragcar.com. Yeah, easy. Yeah. We're just waiting for you. And All right. Goes right to Jeff and he'll get, he'll get right back to you as soon as he gets back in town. <laughs> yeah. And then we're having our – go ahead, download the app. Get a Pro Series drag racing car, and then we'll be on there Friday or Saturday night, depending on which night I'm home. Go on to um, Pro Series Drag Car on the Facebook. Just join that page. Tell me, tell, tell me this. Is there, a, is there a way that somebody can just spectate? Actually, no. That's what I was starting to get at when I was talking about the iRacing. No, there is no way that you can – there's no – you can't watch the races, and it sucks because when oh, I go, too bad. like the last race, I was out I would first do, round. I would do that. Yeah, it yeah, would be I fun would to watch, that. right? You know what? You could. There's a. I don't know if you heard about this. This started a few years ago, and I talked to the people when they first started it because remember I told you I have that program that I used that I try to find the sandbaggers and, you know, try to find the ones yeah. that are doing something peculiar. Right. So this one was called, I think it was called Time Slip Simulator. And what they were doing was you would punch in your data from your time slip and you would punch in your opponent's data from your time slip. And then mm -hmm. you, you would like push run and it would run a simulation of what that drag race looked like. Mm -hmm. So it looked like a video game and it was very... Very cool concept, but I ran, I ran, I think I might have only did one, actually. I, I, ran a, I ran a time slip from a race that I raced with somebody in Tucson, and then I ran it on their game, I mean their, their simulator, to see how it looked, and it didn't look quite right. I mean, it was close, but not there. You know, it wasn't, what I saw in the car was not what I saw in this game. And so I contacted them and we talked a little bit, but I'm like, you know, I thought about it the other night. I'm like, that would work. We could take the time slip datas off of these races and put them in there and boom, boom, you could have it. But the drawback mm -hmm. to that is it's not a free uh, deal anymore. You have to pay. You have to oh. do a subscription to get it. Yeah, I'm just looking at it here. Time slip simulator. Interesting. Go round with the time slip simulator. <laughs> a must-have coaching and training tool for drag racers. Yeah, okay. No know. credit card. Oh, just get an edge on the competition. Try it today for free. Uh. But that's a trial. It's a free trial. They get you, <laughs> like many of these games, they get you hooked, and then it's only $5 a month, and then it's $5 a week, <laughs> you know, whatever. It was on and on. Well, you know, the one, uh, I don't think you guys had it at Speed World, did you? Did you ever have the uh, 1320go.com at Speed World? Yes, you, you <sighs> I think you might. Yes. yes, you did. Yes, That's right. we did. 
in in the closing months we had it. We didn't always turn it on for just a test and tune stuff, but we did have it. You know, the yeah. problem I found with it is that I'm sorry, I'm cheap. I'm just a cheap. I I don't you know I, I don't like to put out a lot of money. So what I found what they wanted something like twenty five dollars per track to subscribe to them. Um, and then what yeah, was but you, but you could get the feed without having to. Well, no, I uh, so I was using it for the drag car deal. Is what I was doing. I was I would. Oh, uh, I think I paid. Yeah, it must have been Speed World. I think I paid the twenty five dollars for the Speed World feed, and it was mm-hmm. pretty cool. Except what you just said: if you guys don't turn the system on, then the data's not there. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I found so they that, always they always have it. They always have it on in in Tucson. No, they and don't. Wild Horse doesn't have it at all. No. Every time I've been there, well, maybe it's just the big races. No, no, no. I mean, what I mean is they'll have it on, and then something will happen. It will either be disconnected from the internet or something. But because I've watched races, I watch. You know, if I can't go down there, and there's a, you know, I'll watch. I want to see how our members are doing in the races that are down there. And huh. sometimes it will go, you know, third round, and then I'm waiting to see fourth round, and nothing happens, and nothing happens, and then the next day it still shows, and I'm like, "What? Did they get rained out or what?" No, the race continued. Uh, they, it just stopped feeding the data. So interesting. Yeah, and I kind of felt, you know, when I talked to Kay, I think her name was. She, they, mm. they basically told me they said, "Well, that's the track's responsibility. If they don't turn it on, there's nothing we can do about it." And I'm like, well, "That's kind of scratchy because I'm paying you for a service." And well, and, and they're paying, they're paying, thirteen twenty go. They, you'd think they'd want to get their money out of the deal. Uh, I will ask next time I'm down there. Who knows when that'll be? Next time I'm down there, though, I will ask. Well, I've been looking, and it looks to me like I, it's I dying get off really well. With, yeah, I, I get along really well with the uh, the people down there. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. I liked it, you know. And the tower. Yeah, it's in it's in my half of the tower. It's in the uh, announcer's half of the tower. It's right there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's right. And this year, well, we only been down there once this year, and I didn't even go to look to see if they had it on when our race was 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 there. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you you don't have the time to look at something like that. You know, you're busy putting the races on. Yeah, right. But as I recall, it was just, pretty expensive for you guys to to pay for it, too. Because I think that's why I inquired. I, I think I inquired. I said, you could do it as a series. I said, okay, what's it going to cost me to do drag car series? So no matter what track I go to. And that's where it sounded like it became a headache for me in that regard. Because then I would have to get permission from the tracks to plug everything into their computers. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be iffy. <laughs> because mm. yeah, I don't sure. know what's involved with all of that but so I just used yours and I used Tucson's and I was always wishing that Wild Horse would have hooked it up too yeah well it's a good idea and, it's, and there's times I like to even refer to it because the the uh, in, the information that comes up on their screen is better than what comes up on the computer screen at the track sometimes it's not better it's the same information but it's visually much easier to ah okay yeah and what I always really liked too is it always included the DA the time the the time the the wind speed and direction and the density altitude so it was very cool to always just be able to reference everything on the same screen boom yeah anyways Sounds good. That's what we get to talk about all that stuff because we can't go out and play. Yep, exactly. <laughs> well, there's a good possibility, of course, that these podcasts are going to have to be a little more, uh, I guess, fewer and far in between, you know, because we don't have that much to talk about. But we'll try to keep them coming on a, on a somewhat of a regular basis. Yeah, that's why we'll have to talk to. We need to talk to Hunter and we need to talk to Dylan and... We still need to talk to Jim. I guess I should have tried to come out there when you had the model thing going on, but I didn't think that he would want to take the time to talk. But now you're saying he was sort of doing a show and tell with the yeah, car. That it would, might have been that, perfect. That would have been that would have been difficult because he oh. was just talking to to all of us and get you know questions. Some you know, I mean, we sat around the table and talked 
then we went out and looked at the car and we looked in the trailer and then we went back and looked at the car some more and <laughs> we had a good time we were there late we tell I think we didn't get out of there until 10.30 or something like that because everybody was having such a good time. I got nothing, Hal. I don't know, man. Yeah. We'll have to figure out something. I haven't had anything. (laughs) I know, I know. I'm like, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, all we can say is, folks, stay in touch. Remember, you can always go back and if this is the first time you've heard this uh, podcast, you can go back and listen to our earlier ones data or what we tell you won't be as timely but it's it's all good and uh, thank you to the people who've written in or called and said nice things too appreciate it very much yeah that's right thanks thanks so so with that until next time we're gonna call it a night yep 